Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life. Hi and a very warm welcome from me, your host, Phil Parker, to this episode 85 of Essential Skills of NLP. And today I'd like to talk about my last week. In the last week, uh, we ran a brilliant two-day course in NLP, which is both a starting point for people wishing to become practitioners, but also a personal development course for those wanting to use the NLP skills. But the reason I wanted to talk about it was just to share some of the things that occurred on the course, which will put some of what we've been doing on these podcasts into practical perspective. It's always fascinating teaching this course because you never quite know what's coming up. One of the things that we looked at was we looked at submodalities, which we've covered on previous podcasts, this idea that the way we think about things, the way we imagine them, process them, or represent them in our brains affects how we feel about them. And there was a, a nice case of this. There was a girl who said, I really have a problem with money. I can't seem to manage it very well. And this has happened throughout my whole life. So he asked her to describe when she thought about money, you know, what did she think about? And she kind of waved her hands off to one side, far away, kind of pointing, oh, it's over there, in a kind of vague gesture. This gives some clues as to the submodalities of how she thinks about the whole concept of money. It's kind of over there, off to one side, in the distance, and therefore not in a central vision. Things that we tend to store in the periphery or distant means they're not as important. She's also very vague in the waving that she gestures, suggesting it's kind of a bit amorphous, a bit blurred, a bit very unclear, and it's generally somewhere over there and she doesn't pay attention to it. Now, these submodalities aren't very surprising because, of course, she doesn't pay attention to it. It's something she kind of leaves to chance. So then, classically in NLP, we'd be interested in that model, how she structures her ambivalence to money, and then, of course, something that she feels very clear about. So I asked her, what what is it that you feel very clear, competent, certain about, you know, you manage well? And she talked about her job. She said in her job, uh, which was in uh, post-production in TV and movies, she was in charge of subtitling and she was really good at that. When she talked about subtitling, everything changed. Her physiology, her posture looked different, her voice looked different, her face looked different. And she pointed really clearly directly in front of herself with very precise gestures that describe the idea of subtitles being in front of her, directly in front of her, very clear, very defined, about three inches wide, very well defined, and something she was clearly precise about. What was interesting then was, of course, if we take this amorphous kind of money thing over there, off to one side, And we bring it across to this central position where subtitles have been stored and make it match in every way with her gestures, her thoughts, her voice tone, the way she sees it. Put it in that little block just in front of her where subtitles are. Then guess what happens? Suddenly, she feels very differently about money. She says, you know, I think I can probably sort this. Just that tiny change, that tiny movement of this distant, not very clear, fuzzy, over there money thing, bringing it to central focus, putting in exactly the place where subtitles are. Suddenly, 
gave her a different relationship to it. Yeah, sure, there's more to do. She needs to do some practical things. But very often, we kind of know what we need to do. What gets in the way is our motivation or our belief we can do it or the sense of being overwhelmed or just not making time for it. Once we can shift our relationship to it, then it's easier to do the things that we need to do to sort it. What we're kind of doing here, once again, is looking at that NLP presupposition of the map and the territory. How are we envisioning this? How are we seeing it? What's our relationship to it? Because that is what will change how we approach it. Another person on the course, when we were looking at this NLP presupposition, was we invite people to really engage with these ideas of NLP and say, okay, if you were to take on one of these ideas, and we've looked at them in previous podcasts, what difference would it make? And somebody decided what they were going to do was start from the perspective of, instead of saying, I have a map and it's an approximation to the world, which is, which is better than what most people have, which is, this is how the world is. She thought, well, what if I decided to not have a map, to be completely open to see whatever there is, to see what people provide, to see what people's version of the world is, to change everything that I had before and just start fresh. What if you started with a blank slate of a map? What would that be like? And that made me think about Buckminster Fuller, who many of you may have heard of. He was an extraordinary guy, an architect, a thinker, a futurist, and he said some really interesting things. One of them was, was he designed a map of the world and he wanted the map of the world to be a better representation of the world because whenever you take a map of the world and you stretch it out on a flat piece of paper, it loses its roundness and becomes flat. And as a result, you get distortion. So apparently Greenland looks massive, much more massive than it should do on a map. So he started to create a map that he called a Dymaxian map. That was a word he used about pretty much everything. And you should check it out. Go and look at his Dymaxian map. In this map, what he's done is he's made the world look like it's on a strip, on a long piece of paper. But the way he's orientated it, it makes it look as though the world's really connected to itself, that each country is not really separate. And part of his thinking was not only to produce an accurate map, a better map, but also to remind people that actually his, his kind of position was we all live on one island, the island being Earth, that we want to see ourselves as being part of the planet. He used a phrase called spaceship Earth. What if we saw Earth as a spaceship that we all lived on? With the idea, of course, that if we're sharing this planet, then we need to recognize that and build community instead of be fighting each other. And he was trying to express this in the map. So check out the map, the Dymaxion, which is D-Y-M-A-X-I-O-N map. I find it quite intriguing. If you want the uh, the link, just send us an email, phil at philparker.org. The other cool thing, I mean, there's many cool things that Buckminster Fuller did, so much so they found subatomic particles and named them after him because they had a shape that he predicted would exist in nature. But the other thing that I've, I've found he's, he's done, he wrote a little book or a pamphlet where he said, I seem to be a verb, not a noun. And that links very, very nicely to stuff I've talked about before about the do. The whole idea 
that we are a set of doings, a set of processes, that nothing really is static. We're not a thing. We are a verb. So maybe check out some Buckminster Fuller stuff this week. See where it pops up. Fascinating guy. Lots of crazy ideas, um, which have influenced current thinking in very interesting ways. So uh, until next time, you have a great week. If you like these podcast series, then I think you'd really love finding out more about how we can work together. Best things you can do, get hold of the other podcasts on iTunes or get some of my extraordinary books, which as I say, if you like these podcasts, they're very, very similar, life-changing, fascinating ways of looking at the world. And the ultimate thing you could do, hey, come and train with me. I'd love to meet you in person. Let us know. Drop us an email, phil at philparker.org or go to the website, philparker.org. Sign up for the newsletters. There you'll get instant access to some of my latest audio downloads. And those downloads contain the latest research, techniques and tools to change your life and improve your health. So just register to get those right now. And I look forward to hanging out with you in person in the very near future. You take care now. Essential NLP. Practical skills for a great life.